Hey, hello everybody. Yes, it is Thursday, it is nine, so of course that means it's UK Cowboys time. How are we doing, uh, fellas? Uh, doing not too bad. I think we're all still recovering from the Super Bowl party. I know yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I spending a good couple of hours in Buchanan Street bus station and yeah. Yeah. I wondering about like nomads. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. What we I mean, we'll get to that in a moment. It's in my news and updates. Um, but you know, we will talk about it because it, it was a great weekend, as I'm sure it was for everybody. Super Bowl weekend is always a fun weekend, uh, especially when you're like a bunch of nutters that follow it over here in the UK. It's just an excuse, really, isn't it, to stay up till five o'clock in the morning and absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and, it, you know, even everybody's wives and partners and children are like, why are you so tired of Super Bowl? And they go, oh, yeah, of course. It's allowed. Um, but, yes, there we go then. It is season three, episode 43, uh, 173 in total. Draft series. This week, looking at day two options for the Cowboys. Now, we were supposed to have a special guest on with us tonight. That's been moved, and I will explain a little bit more about that in a moment. Um, but get involved, guys. Send us your comments, your questions. Let us know where you're watching from as well. Um, you know, it is the world's team. Eh? But uh, we'll get to that too. We'll get to that too. Um, but yeah, first of all, guys, before we get into the news and updates, I just want to get from you guys. I know we've spoken a bit about the first round. Um, what do you guys think in terms of what the value is uh, day two? You couldn't give a position even if you wanted to. Well, I think there's like for me from based on what the couple of mock drafts are kind of been going out right now. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Say for example, if we were to get um, Green the guard in the first yeah. round, yeah. And obviously there's the need for linebacker. I think there's a really good um, depth of linebackers in that second round you could potentially pick from. Mm -hmm. Like the one that Chad Moomer, the guy you keep talking about, like that's mm -hmm. one of the guys, that's one of the guys, and yeah. the, the guy from Wisconsin, uh, Leo Chanel, as well. Yes, this so, is another good one. So there's, there's 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 quite a few out there available in that second round. It's there for the taking for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of sweet spots for certain positions, um, second and third round. Third round sweet spot for me, tight end, and we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, but I mean, Guan Graham, Lorne, uh, Chipping. Mm -hmm. What what do you think about day two options for the Cowboys? And then we'll get to the news and updates. Uh, I think, as Paul says, linebackers seems to be quite strong. I think also, you know, there is potential. Sort of maybe not the second round, but sort of the the offensive linemen, particularly interior offensive mm -hmm. line. You maybe there for, you go. For your third round, you're probably looking at guys like uh, Jamari Slayer is yeah. Salier um, from Georgia. Um, you know, I've I've even seen that at one point. I have seen Kenyon Green drop out of the first round, but I mean, that's we're still in silly season at the moment. Until you get exactly the, the comp, until you get to the combine, then people really sort of start to thresh out what what their ideal guard is or. Mm -hmm. ideal tackle or whatever so 
But I, I, I call that the silly season. Well, actually, yeah, you're right. This is the season. Once the combine kicks around, then you're into lying season. All the lies start coming out. And you can always tell what player a team isn't going to draft because they'll tell you down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Just in terms, in terms of, like, options that I hope they go for, I, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be opposed to going uh, to doubling down on offensive line, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of in terms of draft um, kind of value, I always feel like the second round is where you get most value because you're not you're not doling out the same in terms of guaranteed money that you would in the first round, mm-hmm. but you're still picking a player roughly inside the top 50 so even in terms of your second round you still expect your second round pick to start and uh, like when you when you consider that you're only bringing in maybe i don't know six seven eight nine guys you have certain certain numbers to fill on the roster you really expect that a second round pick to come in with show enough talent to come in and start and hopefully we see that from joseph next year well, as, well, as, well, you just kind of mentioned Joseph there, Graham, because we've kind of had really good success in the past with second-round players. Yeah. Um, some maybe, yeah, hit and miss. One I might not want to mention. Jalen Smith. No, no, no. no I, wasn't, I, was, I was thinking Corn and Mr. Corner Williams, to be honest. But, but I know, Graham, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what I will say is, like, we did get an absolute stud in Trevon Diggs. We did. So, yeah, that is and, true. Um, now you got Paul. You've got to remember that uh, Connor Williams actually graded number ninety-five in PFF's top hundred and one players. Yeah. Behave yourself. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. My 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 thoughts are on my, my, my uh, what's the wee disclaimer? It's like you put on your Twitter. It's like my thoughts are on whatever you know the yeah yeah that's these views are not expressed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's how I feel. Um, but j- just to kind of, kind of like add on top of what we're just kind of saying there, like even though there's linebacker, but I would not be surprised if we go wide receiver second round as well. Like, like, because obviously, second round is a sweet spot for it, mate. Well, well, here's the reason I'm saying that because we still don't know what we're going to do with the whole Michael Gallup situation, Michael Gallup, yeah, Amari yeah, Cooper, yeah, like, are we going to trade Cooper away? Like, is CD now going to be the full on number one? Like, and I'm looking at some of the wide receivers out there. There's the Western Michigan wide receiver, Sky Moore, who uh, J-Tuck did a lot, yeah. uh, did a great video on him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I'm just I'm just looking down the list right there. There's some really good uh, Jalen Tolbert from South Alabama's out there as well. So, but yeah, there's, it, it, it seems to be second rounds, like a, one of those ones is the more... Where can we go with us? Mm. Pit type of pick, you yeah, know. Yeah. What you got to look at as well is this is how I'm looking at it too. Is that it works out well for the Cowboys? Is because in the second round, because I don't think there's really a first round running back. You know, you could talk about Kenneth Walker, Isaiah Spiller, all the rest of it. Yeah, but I think the second round is when you're going to start seeing the running backs coming out. Good news for the Cowboys. They don't want to run him back. So that's going to push all those players down for us. So that's going to be nice and gives us quite a lot of uh, depth of choice in the second round. And the first round is always, you know, because they get overdrafted. There's going to be three quarterbacks that go. 
which yeah. is just stupid. What's the what was the quarterback is, is supposed to go to the commanders? <laughs> like it's, it's been it's been touted Matt for Corral. Yeah, I, 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 I something like that. Uh, I got it, it was what, what, what university is he played for? I, I can't even bloody tell you, mate. To be honest, but it, it, it sounds like a typical quarterback name. Like it's like one of those ones you was like, yeah, that, that sounds like a quarterback. Sam Howell. No, not him. Uh, you got Carson Strong. It wasn't him. Desmond Ridder. De- Desmond Ridder. Um, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett. Uh, it was Kenny, no, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Yeah, yeah it's Kenny Pickett. Yep. Tiny hands. Anyway, um, let's get to the news and updates, guys, and then uh, we'll crack on because we've got a bit to get on with, and then uh, yeah, we'll have a bit of laugh with this. Sweet. Okie dokie. So. This is an awkward one to kick the news off with, and I've been told mm. too in depth with it. And you know where this is going? Wait. It's the news that broke out this week about the vice president of public relations misconduct with the Cowboys cheerleaders back in 2016. Settlement 15, 15, 15, 15 sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 2.4 mil settlement, which has been done. Ironically, he was touted as retiring in February. <laughs> Um, but there was no news uh, in terms of that. Right, guys, we've been told not to uh, too far into it. You can give your thoughts and opinions and we'll move on to the happy stuff. But, yeah, a bit of an awkward one, isn't it? To be honest, I'd rather not talk about it because it's not necessarily football-related. It's a touch. I, I, I know it sounds bad to say that, but... <sighs> I, I really don't know what to it's what I will say is it's not a good look and it's not looking good on us as an organization. Uh true, and obviously <laughs> and uh you know tying in with that is um you know it, it it must be the rumor mill is true, and if it is, totally deserves to be fired, totally needs to be exposed and talked about, I think, because there's no excuse for something like that. Yeah. Um, but if you guys are happy, should we move on to the fun stuff? Oh, absolutely. All right, then, guys. So uh, it was the Super Bowl, which happened Sunday. Rams won 23-20. to 20. Um, I, I will say this. It wasn't a great Super Bowl, but it was an interesting one. That's, that's the best way I can describe it. I would say it was 95%, no penalties in the fight. last five minutes. It was absolute sheer chaos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And, and some of the decisions I thought was... I feel to be honest, I feel really bad. If, if I was, if you were a Bengals fan, I feel I feel bad for you because some of the decisions were completely out against you. Because I thought that play and that third down at the end zone was definitely not pass interference. I'm sorry, but I don't think it was. No, but I think they were overcompensating for a missed call with T. Higgins when he pulled the helmet on the defender. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who he pulled the helmet on and yeah. um, yes. the touchdown. Yes. Yeah, Stevie there agrees. Uh, so it's been some poor calls. Um, so. I, uh, Lawrence disappeared again. Yeah, he, he's so, in and out. He's in and yeah, out. Yeah, j- just a bit of disclaimer to everyone that's watching right now. We are in the UK are going through a bit of a weird weather scenario right now. So <laughs> yeah. Mike's having internet issues. Lawrence disconnecting. Be back. <laughs> um, Graham's been silent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what we call it. 
I was calling him out on, on Sunday. He's our silent but violent character on the show. Uh, uh, they always say, be careful of the ones that are quiet. Sorry. sorry, sorry. I, I had to prevail you in there, Drew. I'm sorry. <laughs> but let's get into it then, guys, so we can get you all talking. I just want to give a big shout out to everyone who came out, met us, some great people, great photos, great giveaways. Yeah, it was amazing. The meetup, the UK Cowboys Super Bowl party, which was in Glasgow this year. Um, phenomenal. It was brilliant. Lots. I mean, we gave away way too many stuff. <laughs> gave up yeah. a bag of stuff. Um, but it was good. Uh, and yeah. um, I'm, I'm just trying to remember all the, some of the prizes we gave out. There was the signed Bill photos. The Bill Bates signed book. Canvas. The canvas, the canvas got given away. Oh, oh, oh yeah, big show. Well, we need to give a big shout to uh, Derek that won that based on the the competition. Uh, mm. So, so we during the Super Bowl party we had a competition. Pull a, a number out the hat. If that number was to be the person that scored the first touchdown, then you would win the canvas. So good, mm. big shout to my friend Derek Sked who yeah. won the, the canvas. So well, <laughs> and, 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 and Lauren's going again. And, first, and, uh, yeah. Go on, Greg, go on, go on. The first four numbers I pulled out were linebackers. Yeah, I know. I can remember yours. You had a load of linebackers and a load of offensive linemen, and I was like, oh, there we go. But what yeah. was funny is, uh, you, you, you know, the guy who won it kept on pulling single-digit numbers, and he was like, yeah. oh, well, maybe a kid will get yeah. it. But it happened to be OBJ was wearing three. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was a load of fun. A um, lot of drinks, a lot of caffeine. Um Ooh. And 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 I should have shared the video. Uh, we had a, a disco room so we could party in the hotel room after. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> it was so much fun. No, it was not. No, it was not. <laughs> um, put it this way, right? So I, I'm going. I'm going to explain it right now, mate. I, so basically, so me and my share the hotel room in Glasgow, right? And I don't know whose stupid idea it was to put the, the multicolored LED lights in a hotel room. It was and amazing. Next, it's not amazing because I was trying to sleep, <laughs> right? And you decided to uh, start playing the play best of buttons and start playing techno with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Mike, Mike, shut up. I was like, bloody done it turn into Cohagen at a total recall. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, he, he did punch me. So you're all right. He got his own back. Yeah. But, but we made up for it for drinks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> drinks and dr drinks and hugs and all the rest of it. Um, it was a not but, bad room. Lovely shower. It was all right. <laughs> I know we've we gone, we gone off track here, but it was great. It was good, and the food was good as well. We probably stayed out later than we should have as well. Um, but great part, and we will do it again. So don't worry to people who said that you know they couldn't make it and yeah. they hated that they missed missed it. We will take it around everywhere, different parties, different places. Never yeah. know, London. Could be Manchester, could be Liverpool. We don't know yet. Like, we'll, what we'll do. Is maybe for next year, maybe put a poll up or something like that and get your guys' thoughts. Where would you like the party to be? I what like makes that. It? I like that. Oh, Lauren's uh, going uh, in. All right. Yeah, yeah Lauren's, having a, have, Lauren's <laughs> having a tough one tonight. Yeah, I know. But we'll just get into some more UK Cowboys news. Is 
Tuesday shows, uh, that that's Brian's show on a Tuesday, that is returning next week. It's going to be a player inspection dissection. So basically, we take just a couple of players throughout that hour and we just literally talk about those players. There will be a guest on that show who's supposed to be on tonight. Is going on that show on Tuesday. So you get back the two games, uh, two games, two shows a week until after the draft. Uh, in other news, though, there is another podcast blog in the boys, the world's team. Paul is headlining that one. Uh, so uh, expect uh, no, 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 no. don't forget, and Meg Murray. I'm Meg Murray. Um, so you will expect to hear a British or Scottish voice, whichever you want to call it, uh, over there. And, you, you know, um, all the rest of the bells and whistles that go with it. You might even get some of us on there. All a good bit of fun. Um, yeah. So that's coming next Sunday, I believe. I believe. Mm. Something like that. But, uh, oh, by the way, Paul, we are on a show Saturday morning as well, three o'clock in the morning. Just, so in, just to remind you, just to remind you. So we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's podcast crazy at the moment. Uh, also, yeah. in some big news, we released this week. Sorry, apologize. That's me. Um, we announced this week that the UK Cowboys in 2023 will be delivering you a full Cowboys experience package. Um, more news will be coming out at the moment. We're waiting till about the beginning of March to release all the details. Uh, gives everybody plenty of time to save. You can do installments, all the rest of it, all the news coming up. And there will be this year's draft show, which we are doing. That ad is dropping next week, do you reckon, Paul? You doing next um, week? maybe give it two weeks, two weeks, uh, maximum two weeks. Okay, maximum of two weeks. And in other news, in case anyone missed it, and I missed it, to be honest, because we should have done something, UK Cowboys is officially 10 years old. Well, David knew that. Well, It came up, it was literally um, over the week, because it was after the Super Bowl. Um, it was all put together. So, yeah, we are 10 years old. Oh, bless. <laughs> Uh, but that is the news and updates. Um, so we will move on to <laughs> we will move on to the other side. Sorry, I'm just laughing at somebody's comments. We'll move on to the other stuff, which we are talking about, which is <laughs> which is of course about the day two options. Anybody has anything they want to add, just check it in. If there's a play you think the cowboys should go after day two then mention it by all means but here's a, a, an interesting um point that has come up this week is tyron smith some people are talking about trading him what do you guys think tyron smith trade yes yes oh well and they're looking at first round pick well if that's the, well, well oh. no no chance nah, nah. absolutely no chance no no one is giving up a, a first round pick for tyron smith yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I get it that there aren't like when you look at it, it's like I know people complain about his injury history and all the rest of it, and um, it is a factor. Um, I did mention about the San Francisco 49ers left tackle, who everybody will say is fantastic. Tyron Smith has, in fact, played more games than him. Because <laughs> uh, he is that often injured But nobody talks about it um, The point is is If you turn around and you go Left tackle Name me 
five left tackles better than Tyron Smith, you'll sit there and and wait. And you go, is Tyron Smith one of the top 32 left tackles in the Uh, NFL? And you'll say quite easily. When he's on the pitch. Yes. When he's on the field. Yeah. Yeah, correct. That's that's a huge asterisk for me. Um, I, I stated it throughout last season's off season. You were probably sick of me hearing saying it, <laughs> um, but it's an absolute fact. And I don't okay. I don't see why somebody would give up. Do you know what I I would I would accept a second round pick for for Smith, but I don't think anybody would give us that either, simply because. You go into every off season wondering if Smith will retire, and you go into every preseason knowing you're going to lose him at some point. Now, who's going to give up a day one or day two pick for? Do you know what I'm going to call them? Stats. They are because they're stats. Yeah. Um. I just, I just don't see it. I mean, I, I understand that. Um. You know, team teams. Some teams might be looking for that final piece to put them over over the edge and. Um, I mean, look, goodness, look how look what the Rams gave up to get where they are, and mm. credit to them, they managed it. But um, the the value escapes me. But think what they gave up for what what little they had to give up for Von Miller, for instance. That two times, two times Super Bowl winning Von Miller. May yeah, I like two different teams. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, incredible. But it wasn't. It was a fourth round pick. I think it was for Von Miller. Now, bear in mind that's a rental, so yeah. Von Miller is now effectively a free agent. Um, but with Smith, large salary, large injury history, could retire any season now. Nah, I think I think he'll finish with us. I do believe so too because you know he's got he has literally been in his in because what is he now 33 is he that old um, I think he's younger I think he's, he's still he might younger. Be younger yeah he might be younger than that I might um, be wrong though maybe 30, 31 possibly but I mean you look at it that they they drafted Tyron Smith and he has spent his entire professional career in Dallas you know his he's got a home year, his family. He's 32. 32. I say 31, 33. It was in between. The one number yeah. I didn't say. Quite the difference. The, uh, yeah, the average. Should always use the medium. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, his family, he's got everything, all the ties. So if he wants to go somewhere, then, yeah, he's got to uproot, go, do all the rest of it. When, you know, is there much bother and point in that? Plus, you've got to think as well. Something that people don't talk about when you play in Texas is state tax. Yeah. Why do you think I want to move to Texas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, you know, because there are points that players have made before where they've taken on a very big contract and gone to, like, say, to a team in California, San Francisco, Oakland, when they were there. They go there and they're like, Holy crap! I'm getting paid less than when I was in my rookie contract. Like, how has that worked yeah. out? And it's because of, you know, yeah, how it works from state to state. So I think Tyron Smith, yeah. But one thing I will say is I do think, barring that, that this is the last year 
I can see Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins as the tackle tandem. This is the final. I can't see it going beyond that. Yeah. 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 So well, I think I think well, you're seeing more and more pe- you're seeing more and more people now talking about moving Lyle inside to the left I, guard. And I get the and, idea. You, you know, and obviously St- Steele came on last year, another year um progression this year in the off season if he if he hangs out with Duke Manyweather again the, you know this next year working on the the inadequacies he's got then you know certainly he should be figuring in for one of the starting tackle spots um and then obviously you can move Lyell in and that means you're you've pretty much solidified your offensive line uh, to some degree um, you you've certainly got a, a starting caliber offensive line, if nothing else. Yeah, um, true. And uh, that maybe takes away an option that you need for the draft. In in some respects, I agree with what Graham says that you know Tyron Smith. We we always have this issue with him that um, I think 2014 or 2016 was the last time he had a full season. He's mm-hmm. a bit like Sean Lee when he when Sean Lee was on the field, he was one of the best linebackers in the game, uh, you could argue, but he just hardly was ever on the pitch, unfortunately. Um, you know, so this is this is what we need to do. Um, you know, this is yeah. It's it's the dreaded. This is the dreaded R word coming back to haunt us a little bit now. Just that I've just <laughs> had a look at his number. Um, if we were to to trade or cut, um, it's twelve million dollars in dead money. Now this this goes back to the Cowboys have restructured Tyron Smith. The Cowboys have restructured Tyron Smith. Re- Cow- yeah, Tyron Smith has been restructured. All all of a sudden, his cap number for for this coming season and next coming season is seventeen million dollars. Mm-hmm. And that is off the back of restructuring, restructure, restructure, which so is why. Go on, sorry, Greg. It's a million dollars a game, <laughs> effectively. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, which in today's number isn't huge, to be quite honest. Um, as long as he's on the on the field, <laughs> is the big thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when he's not, and especially when in the off season we were getting all these reports from Tyron Smith saying, like, you know, I I feel great because he spent, if you remember, he spent the year before completely out of the game. He 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 spent yeah. he got the season off, um, dealt with a stinger that he had been dealing with pretty much since college. Um, with a uh, sorry, not stinger. What was it? Was it a neck issue? I'm trying to remember now. Neck or no, shoulder? No, it was. It, 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 it's all stemmed from stingers that he's had, and it was affecting his bicep strength and um, various other extremities as well. Yeah. There was some sort of degenerative, whether it yeah. was a disc or something like that, that was affecting his immobility elsewhere. That's right. I'm trying to remember. I. I... Like I said to you on Sunday, Lord, I can I I can remember the here and now, but I can't unless like yep. you remind me of where <laughs> you're the news, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, we were in that pub. Um, so <laughs> uh, there, there is obviously that that situation with Tyron Collins, but that ties in nicely because offensive tackle in the second round, I think is again quite a sweet spot if that's the road they do decide to go down. I mean, you know, you're looking at guys. I don't know. I don't know if he falls this far, 
But you could get Trevor Penning. It's very, very possible. Yep. I don't think he falls far enough. I'm thinking you're looking at more guys like possibly Charles Cross, uh, Daniel Falele, which me and you have spoken about, Lorm, uh, yep. and uh, Bernard Raymond is another good name that you're looking at. It's quite easily to talk yourself into any of those guys. But is there anyone else in the second round in terms of offensive tackle that you guys would take? Or do you want me to take one and talk about it? Um, See, in the last couple of mocks I've done... Max um, Mitchell, maybe? And okay. Like, in the last mock I did, Linderbaum and Green had both gone by 24. Mm-hmm. So that moves... I mean, you're then talking about Penning at 24, which really? is high. You know, like, because it's a premium, they go early. And the problem is... I, I, the last thing I want to do is overdraft, especially yeah. when we're having the conversation that there's a, a fair bit of talent there to be had in the second round where mm-hmm. we can go and get we could go and get another linebacker. Dare I say it, we're going to get a safety. You know, <laughs> it's, it's never well, gonna it's never gonna happen, but behave, Graham, behave. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, we... but it's funny that you mentioned it, Greg, because we I asked Broadus this question. Um, just when when you look at, I know, I know. Certainly, the Cowboys haven't drafted for need for a long, long time. Um, but when you look at the free agents on safety, this is why it's a little, it's silly season and it's a little bit muddy just now because we don't know what we need yet. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's difficult. It's difficult yeah. to draft for need when you don't know what your needs are. So we're we're effectively just talking about talent versus the pick, the position yeah. that that. They, they get drafted in as opposed to oh we really need a safety or we really need to go and get another <laughs> yeah. wide receiver because we just traded player X and player Y so right now we're just t- talking about value basically um, yeah yeah it's a generic tool is there a tackle at, a tackle or a guard at 24 I don't think so mm. I see where you're going like unless, in the unless, fir- it's green. unless it's green yeah green green yeah. I could go with if you're going tackle you know, in the first round, you could talk me into Trevor Penning. You could talk me into Charles Cross too. That you could, and if they did take either of those, then it answers a lot of questions about where they go in with all of this. Um, but I, I'm particularly with you, Graham, in terms of safety. I do like the second round safeties. Third round, I'd rather that if they're not going to take a safety in the second round, leave it till day three. Like late day three, maybe not late, but middle of day three is where, uh, you know, I would be considering for them to go down that road. Because, you know, there's, I, I, I do believe, I was talking to Brian on the phone today. I do believe that they will re sign Hooker. I do think that. Yeah. And whether they draft a safety, <laughs> which I don't know, because they need to carry three safeties. Um, yeah. I think they sign Hooker and they'll look to draft uh, a guy because I, I don't know what they're going to do in terms of monetary-wise, what they're able to do to get the other guys back. Um, so I do think – I don't think hmm, – day three possibly. But I think they'll they, – because you've got – at the moment, only Donovan Wilson is playing safety next year. That's it so far. And I know you got Israel Mukwamu, but – what, we haven't seen anything of him. So Un- I, I, unknown quality, yep. Yeah, yeah, we don't know what we're dealing with there. And uh, it's kind of getting because I really, really liked him. 
Let, let, me, let me paint your scenario. Say we've re-signed Curse and we have we have we have Wilson. So you've got yeah. Curse and Wilson. How high is safety? Not as very in, in terms of priority. Yeah, not very now. So basically if they keep if they keep one of them, mm. it pushes safety down the down, yeah, it's off the board mm, basically yeah, because it, you, you, what, what we're hoping for is that Mukwamu does develop into something because we, we we don't know. So I'm with you, Greg. That if they don't sign any of the safeties, safety is a high priority. As soon as they sign one, it's off the board. So I love where you're going there. But, yeah, I mean, uh, go on. Oh, sorry. What 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 helps Mukwamu is the fact that Dan Quinn is back. I mean. You know, if if we'd had a new defensive coordinator, maybe mm. he he likes a a six foot safety or something like that, and then that's Mukwamu on the outside looking in and probably getting cut at the end of uh, at the end of training camp. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so obviously we hope that um, you know he he's taken enough on board this year. He's ready to step up next year. Um, you know, and he he's just got that understanding of the the quinn system um so yeah if you can, if you can bring one of those safeties back then you know that that gives you three substantial um well two substantial players certainly and then you've got mukuamu who hopefully you would ex start to expect something out of this year um so yeah it does push it down further down off the board but i mean what we know the cowboys will be looking at free agency this year mm -hmm. so that when they go into the draft, they will basically have had band-aids over every single weakness and so that, you know, they can basically pick the best available player um, come their draft picks. But, you know, we've got to, we've got to think ourselves lucky that, you know, um, look at San Francisco this year. They haven't got a first round pick. They've got four second round picks. Mm -hmm. um, oh. So they're gonna they're they're gonna have the whole of day one going. Oh God, you know that's him off the board. That's him off the board. But mm -hmm. day two's gonna day two's gonna be their day. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And they can corral picks to get higher up the board if they wanted to. You know, of course. Yeah. You know who else had four second round picks? Mr. Sonny Weaver Jr. <laughs> he wants all of them back. He wants all of them back. Now, eat your pancakes. <laughs> yeah. uh, just, just before we kind of like go on, I've just, I've just done something. Oh, no. What have you done? Ta-da! Ah, da -da. Woohoo! Celebrating 10 years. Ah, it's so cute. I like the number 10 as well. It's not my favorite number. It's not my lucky number. My lucky number, so everyone needs to know, is nine. And it's nothing to do with Romo. It's because that's the number I wore. Here's another scenario for you, yeah, mate. Go on. go on. Right, okay. So I'm not, I, 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 I won't give you a specific team, but say, say somebody comes in and they decide to move on from Tank Lawrence's $27 million. Now, I know we're not getting all of that back, but no. we will get the vast majority of it back. And we get, say, a second-round pick for him. Yeah. Say, say it's a mid-second mid -second round pick. I keep seeing two names in Logan Hall and yes. is it Magi Sanders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What do you think of those two as replacements? 
Are they defensive ends or are they edge rushers? Yeah, so the Logan is a defensive end. Marge Sanders is probably more suited to what the Cowboys want to do. The only trouble is, is he's more better as a pass rusher than he is in run defense. Um, so that's what you're getting in terms. Because, like, if I'm getting rid of Tank, I want to get something back that replaces his skill sets. Yeah, that's where I'm going with this, the the mid second round pick. Yeah, because I, I, I'm not. Yeah. For those that don't know, I'm not pulling this out of thin air. There is mm. there is talk about um, maybe not maybe not cutting, but twenty seven million dollars is a high number for any position outside the quarterback. So yeah. they're going to have to do, they're going to have to do something with that. Well, I, I'm I'm not I'm not advocating a cut or a trade. Um, I've made my peace with Tank Lawrence, but yeah, it's a high number. <laughs> It, yeah, they, no, can't, it, they can't just they can't just let it lie. Definitely, and when you think about it, if you add into it as well that they need to re-sign Randy Gregory, and I put a post up last week, his market value at the moment is just over thirteen and a half million. So if you look at what you're paying Tank and what you could potentially have to pay Randy Gregory, that's forty million that they're going to be paying for two players, mm-hmm. um, which yeah. is a lot, and you know. Marge Sanders for me is more um is more what you get with Randy Gregory than what you get with Tank. Um okay. right, I, I will try and have a look to see what more best suits. I tell you what, straight off the bat is Kentucky's uh, Josh Pascal. He's a guy, and you can get him later on. He's not as talented as Tank, obviously. <laughs> well, obviously he's coming from college, but in terms of where they were at this stage in their careers at college. But he represents something that's a little closer to than what Tank was. And to be honest with you, if I was going to go down a road of with Randy Gregory, if you're not going to sign him, and I put this post up today, was about uh, Kingsley uh, Inagbare. Gosh, a bit of a south yeah. tongue twister, South Carolina. That guy, I mean, just gets to the quarterback. I mean, it was crazy. In the SEC as well, bear in mind, right? In the SEC, he has. His pass, his pass rush win rate is 25.8%. That's better than Aiden Hutchinson, better than um, Kevin Thibodeau, like all of them. It's yep. literally right at the very top. He, he, he wasn't utilized a lot, as it is with South Carolina. It's very weird how the defensive line works. It's a lot of slanted defense in, uh, on the line. But, I mean, this guy was absolutely phenomenal in terms of um, his, his pass rush. And, in fact, in the SEC, you know, I know what we say, what we say with <laughs> with PFF, but he has a 92.5 uh, pass rush grade, which is the best for a pass rusher since 2018. There you go. Just just yep. to, to clarify my point for, for folks that don't know, um they can save nineteen million dollars on Tank Lawrence this year. Mm-hmm. That's a That's huge a carrot. When 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 you consider we're twenty one million over, and you can clear the vast majority of that by moving one player, that's intriguing. And not just that, I'm just, I'm now looking at of particular. Like, there's some players and like just not not even the second round. I'm thinking, I'm even just even the first round. It would not surprise me even if we went edge rusher in the first round now. It, yeah, it, I mean, if they yeah. look into move on, because like we was talking about this, I think the other a couple of weeks back, but um, 
uh, at the moment, you know, if they're looking to move on from Tank and they don't end up signing Randy Gregory, that means our starting defensive end is Golston. And we're praying, just like that we do with wow. Israel Mukwamu, yeah, that Golston develops this season into something that's usable. With Dan Quinn, you may never know, Chris. Look at the amount of people that he's converted, that the ones that were like left, like players that were drafted so late in the rounds, and he managed to turn mm -hmm. them into absolute superstars. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you, you got you to know that Doran Armstrong is a strong candidate for Jerry signing him again because you know he's always been a Jerry, Jerry guy, pet cat, you know. So, um, you know, and obviously we did we did see product we actually saw production from him last year for once uh, yeah, in, yeah. in the Dan Quinn scheme. So another another year with the Dan Quinn scheme, and perhaps he, you know, takes that step up further, um, and especially with the opportunity by getting rid of Lawrence or, um, <clears throat> you know, Randy Gregory, if you're yeah. if you're not going to sign either of them. Yes, yeah, and uh, I, I still I still believe we need still need to get Gregory signed. Like I, I, I really don't see how he's gonna blend in with our team after the support group that he's had within Dallas. He's not gonna get the same treatment. He's like I, I just don't see it happening just from that perspective, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 think I, the, I think the other thing you've got to think as well is if 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 we do lose both Gregory and Tank, then you're talking, you know what do you do with Micah Parsons? Micah Parsons automatically becomes ineffective yeah. as, you know, the the bazooka, as uh, Isaiah Stanback calls him, you know, that he can be placed anywhere on the field and mm -hmm. uh, affect the game. You, you're almost going to make him a, a, a your your pass rusher. Um, yeah. And I don't know, like, I don't it, like that plan. No, no. You, you, you're going to take a few years off his career if you do that. Yeah, and also, like, because, like, here's another thing, is because people, you know, in terms of linebacker, I'm talking about it. Linebacker is a huge need. Because, again, if oh, we right. go back to the if we go back to the Parsons talk, because, we, I mean, we could talk about linebackers in the second round now, is that um, with Parsons, I want him to just be this defensive, disruptive playmaker. And, it, it, you know, like positional, position-free football is what they, they talk about. And, yeah, so it's positionless football, and um, that's what I want to do with Parsons. So if I'm not putting him at linebacker and I'm not putting him at defensive end, I'm trying to confuse the defense by moving him around in multiple positions. Yeah. Then that means we've only got one linebacker in Francis Bernard. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm 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 just looking like I, I kind of only briefly mentioned the names that we kind of talked about of guys that potentially in the second round. So there's Brian Asamoah. Leo Chanel, um, there's um, Chad Muma, which is your guy. Yeah. That's the guy, the guy you like very much. I have to say, oh, I, I, I quite like him as well. Um, Brandon Smith from Penn State. That could might work because he's a mm -hmm. teammate. So we've got two Penn State guys coming. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't ever argue with a Penn State linebacker. Oh, never, never. After yeah. after witnessing Sean Lee, uh, what he can do and seeing what yeah. Michael Parsons can do. I, Penn, I, I, State, Penn State is linebacker you. I tell you yeah. what, man. Um, I tell you, know you another what? one that, that if you wanted to go in a completely different direction and talk about, um, you know, like your typical off-ball linebacker that you could get in the second round is Joe Doe Doman. 
in the senior bowl, this guy bossed it. He, he's <coughs> honestly fantastic. I think. I find I right now, is, is, is he not projected to be like a third or fourth round right now? But he could be. I mean, like, if you wanted to try and get him in the third, but the guy is moving. He is flying. He, he will test really, really well as well. I might be wrong, but I think he's a converted wide receiver. I'm, I might be wrong there. I might be thinking of a different linebacker in this year's class. I would double check. It might be Devin Lloyd who's converted wide receiver. So I might be <laughs> completely off chart. Um, have, have, we, have we asked, have, have we talked about Joe's question? Um, yeah, I about, 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 but that's Joe, I just just want to bring this up oh. for a, a quick second. Um, that that will not happen. Um, Zeke Elliott will be on the Cowboys. Hey, would that actually would that would that actually damage our cap if we? Yeah, yeah, it would kill us. Yeah. To to cut or trade Zeke this season would cost the Cowboys thirty million dollars, mm-hmm. and it's simply not going to happen. There's there's too much there's too much in terms of guaranteed money, <clears throat> um, so you can you can pretty much guarantee Zeke will be on the team this year. Yeah, and you know people saying about restructuring, I mean that's going to absolutely destroy you as well because if you if you're looking to move on from Zeke after this contract or if you're trying to get a cheaper deal out of him, it's not going to happen if you restructure him. Plus, there's you know as there is with running back. The chances of injury, and do you want to load the back end of your contract up with an injury-ridden running back? And it's just, it's not something I'm particularly fond of the idea. And when people say it, I'm like, mm, yeah, not for me, thanks. Um, you know, the only linebacker really I'm completely off because of like I just I, I've watched his tape and I don't think it fits the cowboy system, and also the way his skill sets work. I, I I'm, I'm trying to figure out. In my mind, how it projects the NFL is Christian Harris. I'm just like, uh, he's not, it's just uh, for me. I thought, I thought you'd rather say Troy, Hend- uh, Troy Anderson. Uh, 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 Troy Anderson. I have, I've ticked as him. Oh, no, I haven't completely watched his tape, so I'm off on that one at the moment. I have watched Leo's, but Troy, my box is pretty much empty on that one at the moment. But yeah, Christian Harris, I just, it's just something I, I can't. His coverage is just like going off my quick snapshot of things. Is his pass rush is okay? His run defense is okay. His coverage is not that good. Doesn't miss a huge. No, no, he does. He's missing a lot of tackles, but you know he's a tough guy. Um, it just for me, he just I tell you what, Christian Harris reminds me of is a little bit like Jalen Smith, and we've we've. We've kind of, yeah, we've been there, we've we've done that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying completely. Devin Lloyd reminds me a little bit of Jalen Smith in terms of the processing. Like, guess is where he needs to be. Um, Athletically crazy, absolutely phenomenal talent in terms of what he can do athletically and physically. But in terms of his, his... where he needs to be, he guesses himself. The, The one for me is N'Kobe Dean. And I keep going back to that guy. Because you can use him in so many different ways. Mm. And I know, it, because like there's a lot of, with N'Kobe Dean, and I, I, he could possibly land for you in um, the second round, but I think you'd have to trade up to get him. But, it, I mean, uh, it might be him who's converted wide receiver, actually. But I watched a play 
And on uh, go and watch it. And I know it's it's Georgia, so they have they do have a great defensive line. But this just goes to show, like how not just quick Nakobe Dean is, but how quick he reacts and understands um, what he's being shown. That he was actually playing as a cornerback in this particular play, and he's on the right hand side of the field, and they hand the ball off to the running back who's running left. Nakobe Dean had that running back for a tackle for a loss. He went from the right side of the field, covering a, covering the corner, uh, right receiver, went, came all the way round and tackled the running back for a loss, who was moving away from him. And I just watched it. I was like, there we go. He's my number one linebacker. I like a bit of hustle after that. But Kobe <laughs> Dean, is, his, he's understanding what he's seeing. He, he's got the, um, the aptitude of what he, he's being shown. He's reading, reacting. And he's reacting well. It, like it's not so much as well either that he's fast. He's play speed fast. Like he's the sort of guy where you know in 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 the combine you'll get his forty speed and you'll go, oh, and it's like yeah. But bear in mind that's in shorts and t-shirts. Players are different once you put the helmet and the pads on. Which is unfortunate because the combine is in shorts and t-shirt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're just getting your baseline speed. Do you know what I mean? Like with Nakobe Dean, it's play. Like I always say, there's players that when you put the pants, they might be great on uh, running downhill, but put pads on them, and, or you know, in the game, and play speed is different to athletic speed, and that's what Nakobe Dean for me is. But I just, I don't know. I just don't know if he's going to get to you. By the, if you're going to get try and get him in the second round, you're going to have to trade up. Otherwise, I'm with Paul and going Chad Muma. He led. He led. He led the NCAA last season in tackles. There you go. Mate, don't forget. There's, 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 I'm not fully like like, there's, there's, like how how do I explain this? That like there's. Plenty of good linebackers going into this second round, and I'm not against any one of them. Like, no. Chamber, like Chamber does stand out, but mm -hmm. I, I'm actually kind of more, the more I think about it, I'm more towards get, uh, drafting an Penn an State linebacker, if I'm being perfectly honest <laughs> with you. Yep. Um, like, I don't, you're, you're obviously talking Brandon Smith, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I, I don't. I, and to me, it makes sense. It would actually feel more fit for mold. He knows Parsons. He'll probably get more up to speed. Probably a lot more quicker because familiar. Uh, uh, I'm see if I can try and pronounce it. Familiar. Uh, being very more familiar. Uh, who's playing with? Yeah. Obviously, just just be one player, but it's just that he's in the process. So hopefully, that may actually play in a big part. So. Yeah, yeah, I do like Brandon Smith. I'm not against you. Just like I, I think that you've got a better Brandon Smith in Jabril Cox. That's my problem with Brandon Smith. Because yes, like, yes, I agree with you in that. I yeah, I, 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 like, I keep forgetting we, we we've got Jabril Cox talking. About <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, I, for me, Brandon but, Smith. That's, but, that, go on, but sorry. That's, but that's the thing. Who's going to be the third, third linebacker? It, it, yeah, and yeah. again, speaking to Brian earlier today, uh, and we were just having a general chat about, you know, Tuesday shows, plans, all the rest of it. And I do think they bring LVE back on a two-year deal. I would not be mad about that. No, I neither would no. I. No. I, 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 don't see, I don't see people lining up to sign him either. 
no, yeah. no. Might be doing them in the service, but I don't see people competing for Just, I, I, I think they'll be kind of more want to cash in what we're maybe potentially thinking as well, second round linebackers. Yeah. Yeah. Like all, the, all these other teams. So I think they're going to take a step back from that. Yeah, if they sign LVE, obviously, as we say, we got Jabril Cost coming back as well, but you don't know what he's going to be back after the ACL tear. We don't know mm. how deep or bad it was. And that, that he was that type of player. But Brandon Smith, for me, is just like... The issues I've got with Brandon Smith is that is the missed tackles. It, uh, that's a big problem with him. Um, as a run defender, he's, he still needs a long way to go. And his top end speed. Oh no, Chris is not happy about that one. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I just think I, I think they but, will bring him back because it fills a void. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't like the reason I'm saying I would not be mad if we do bring him back. It will be more of a rotational like uh, role, I think. Like, because mm. like it's like you we just kind of out, out, uh, outlined why he might not get signed by other teams and stuff like that. And I think you might that's why he might get signed by us again, but on a more like temporary type of deal. It's, it's not gonna hit as badly in the cap or something like that, you know. That's so, why so, I think it's yeah, gonna be a two-year deal. Yeah. That's why I was going two-year deal, less on a cap, and if you need to break out of it the year after, mm. you've got chance. Because yeah, and uh, you know, but what you gotta realize is that LVE uh, at the beginning of the season. If you grab the two tapes and you go, this is LVE at the start. This is LVE versus San Francisco in the playoffs. They are two completely different players. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Barker moved for with the best comment tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, uh, that I completely agree, my friend. That I completely agree. Steve, I would get that yep. on a t-shirt. <laughs> 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 and you know, and that's another thing is that you know, I that's just how I think it's going to go. And you know, you're talking Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith is going to be a nickel linebacker. He, he's that's how he's going to have to be. It, certainly at the start of his career, if you're going to try and make him play every early downs, every down, um, you're just going to cripple him, uh, and you know that's going to stifle him. He is versatile. That's the thing. There's nothing wrong with taking him there. It's just I think you'd have to have a plan for him. As soon if you're gonna draft him, you need to really have a plan of what you're gonna do with him. Um yeah. and you know, Joe Doe Dorman Doman, as I said to you, will fill a better void than that. But again, you've got Drabil Cox who will fill in who who is already here and has that skill set. God, but God, sorry, Lord. Yeah, though I th I think as you say, I think LVE will be back. Um, mm. He's not going to be one of these players that you'll be hearing during the tampering period. You're not going to suddenly hear that he's already signed a deal with Seattle or something like that for yeah. fifteen million a year or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's probably going to be one of these guys that you look at that sort of the second week of free agency. If anything, Dallas will probably have an offer on the table for him to consider. Um, and you, you know how Jerry works these things. J Jerry always says to these guys, look, go off, go and do your visits. If you get an offer put on the table, come back to me and we'll 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 uh, wave matters up and you know we'll we'll match it, we'll better it, whatever. Yeah. Um the obviously the, the issues with the the injury concerns with LVE, mm -hmm. um that's that's gonna be a yellow card for a few teams um 
you know, and then obviously, depending on which game type you look at, as you say, look at uh, week one or week, you know, certainly the first half of the season, he was floundering in the system. He started to pick it up probably when they got rid of um, Jalen Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that maybe was a light in the fire underneath him, you know, realising that the end is nigh. Um, yeah. And he, yeah, by the end of the season, he was he was coming in the backfield. He was making making stops on the line, yeah. Um, you know, and doing everything that Dan Quinn was asking him to. So, uh, I thought he's he's definitely a a pickup for us next year. Um, go, going forward, I mean, the other thing as well, you know, Jabril Cox. Unfortunately, the timing of the injury, we'd only just yeah. got. He was he was a good. Um, Special teams player. Uh, yeah. We started bringing him on in a goal line yeah. defense, and obviously knocked Danny Dimes out of the game um, that mm-hmm. first New York game. Um, but I mean, after that, that was that was probably about the only one or two plays that he made on defense. You know, before his injury, um, you don't know what how he was progressing with the system, um, and then obviously you don't know what he's going to come back with with this ACL injury as well. So. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about let's go the other way, right, guys? Let's talk uh before we finish things up, uh on the offensive side, because another position in need where we're struggling is tight end. Um but now, for second for second round though. Uh yeah, second round, maybe third for tight end is that sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. For me anyway. And uh, you know, you're gonna get your maybe you're gonna have certainly you're gonna have Jalen Watermeyer. Gone. You're going to get Trey McBride, who I've actually put down my board after the senior bowl. Um, can talk about that in a moment if you want. <sighs> like, I'm hoping Isaiah Likely is there because that's more of your traditional Y type tight end you're going to have um, at that position. But what do you guys feel? And then we can talk about prospects about the taking a tight end in the third round. Um, or do you think they bring Schultz back, even though he's expensive? And I got a little bit of news on him too. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's 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 again. It, I, I'd like to know what we have at wide receiver first. Um, mm-hmm. I I think I've already stated. I think Dalton Schultz is playing for somebody else next year. Um, had had a really good season. We have Jarwin signed up. Um, I I, I don't see how the Cowboys can afford to put money into a backup uh, position at the moment. So, um, again, second day might be a little bit high for tight end, in my opinion, honestly. I, I think that w- when you consider that, as as it stands right now, we don't have a number three receiver. Mm-hmm. And I would, ra- I would rather fill number three receiver as opposed to number two tight end because yeah. you're only going to have so many two tight end sets. Where you're going to see your your um, your third wide receiver an awful lot, in my opinion. With, yeah, but no, no, no. You're right because the Cowboys you know, actually played three wide receivers. Like they were one of the highest in the league yeah. in three, three wide receiver sets. So I sorry, mean, if, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that's okay. And if if they get Gallup signed up, then that's a completely different conversation. But again, yeah. we're we're just spitballing because we literally don't know. So, um, 
if if they, if they looked at tight end in day three, I wouldn't be overly concerned. Yeah, day three, and I certainly think the third and the fourth round for tight end is certainly so. And you know, there could be a run on tight ends as these things go, and all of a sudden you're just like, oh. But if they do that, pushes wide receivers as you just spoke about, and we'll talk about the wide receivers. Because I know Paul wants to talk about the wide receivers in the second round for sure. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's no, I still think we could probably still get some of these wide receivers in the third round, if I'm being perfectly honest. But... There are some great ones in the third. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I, I, I I've just thought of? Um, yeah, go on. A, a big body tight end, a blocking tight end would be nice. Um, uh, we, yeah. Go on, sorry. You know, just, just to run off, you know, like even even for goal line, you know we, we saw quite a lot. They actually brought in offensive linemen as opposed to a bigger body tight end because of them, we don't really have one. I mean, you could you could argue that Sprinkles was that guy, but was he really? I don't. Think, I mean, he was he was a special teamer effectively. So if they can bring in a a, a big body that can catch, that okay. certainly makes him more versatile as opposed to going the kind of Jarwin route again you know because you've already got Jarwin you've got the same route so if we can bring in somebody that can chip and then catch that would be interesting well I got that what you you need is somebody like uh, what you need is somebody like Bell who left to go Mm. back to Kansas City after last last season Um, you know that's the sort of person that we really could do with Um, yeah I, I think Schultz, unfortunately, is gone. I think he'll, um, you know, he's going to command too much. And, yeah. you know, look at, we had, who was it, Jeff Swaim a um, couple That's of years right. back. Who, yeah, yeah. You know, we, de- we developed, due to injuries, he stepped up and released you know, him how many, the how many of those times, how many of those times was Dak doing the, the sort of bootleg waggle plays yeah. and you know Swain was the Swain was the beneficiary of those passes mm-hmm. as well. So yeah. and he's now with uh, Tennessee if I remember rightly. So we seem you know, to do he, it with tight ends an awful, awful lot. And it winds yeah. me up. Like you can go all the way back to like you know the Michael Bennett days. That's I mean I mean the problem problem with that is we had an all pro tight end who, know, you know yeah. <laughs> Is he, is he going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer? You don't know, but um, <laughs> you, 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 you would have said that we had a first ballot edge rusher and that never happened. So. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, oh, that is, we, that is we had so a great. big conversation about that on Sunday yeah. night. <laughs> but yeah. uh, they are on about, there is conversation talking about giving Dalton Schultz the franchise tag. What? What? Yeah, oh, they honestly, can't afford that. They, 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 they are they are considering using it. There, no. there has been there has no. been some talk about it. But in response to your answer, uh, Gray, the 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 best guy if you wanted to fit that blocking type, um, because you know as you say you've got uh, you, that F type tight end in yeah. Blake Jarwin. You go the other way if you wanted, um, and it is Jelani Woods for me from Virginia. And just go if you want to watch the yeah, best game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just go yeah. back and watch the East West Shrine. He is probably by far the best player in that game. He just blows okay. it out the water, but he blocks like an animal. Mm. Like here's the thing about the when you mentioned about the franchise tag there, right? That Andrew, I'm just yeah. 
like blatantly just blood it out there. We can't afford them if that's the case. Like, there's no way we're able to keep Jarwin. Like, yeah, he had a good season yes. stuff, uh, as a, as a receiving type tight end. Yeah, he's mm. not the best blocking tight end for sure. But there'll be other uh, teams out there will be wanting that type of tight end. Mm-hmm. A bit yeah. from, but we we can't. Nah, there's, there's just, no there's no way. Just topping on from that, Paul. I mean, look, check, look at the shopping list. Resign Michael Gallup. Resign Randy Gregory. Try yep. and keep a safety. Replace yep. LVE or resign him, mm-hmm. and then go and place the franchise tag. And my yeah. calculator just melted a minute. I mean, it's I know, yeah. not I, possible. I, I, I and everybody you. wants Cedric Wilson back. Everyone's Jay Ron oh. Kers back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's funny uh, is. Uh, uh, go on, uh, and I'll come back to it, Paul. I didn't mean to I, interrupt you. I, I, sorry, uh, you will say this, is that Mr. Will McClay, Stephen Jones, and Jerry Jones are going to have a very, very busy off-season in terms of, in terms of free agency mm-hmm. and negotiating contracts and when it comes to scouting reports this year. There was a name you said there as well, Paul, who is lined up to come on the show. Yeah. I'm not giving away who, but you yeah. just said a name there. Ah! Hintedy, hint, hint. But um, uh, yeah, I'm totally with you. They got their arms full, and we've been putting out posts pretty much since we did the uh, fan rant show of would you sign this player? And we give you their stats, we give you their costs, and literally everybody's going, yes, you've got to keep him, you've got to keep him, and you want, and you go through it. Everybody's like, oh yeah, yeah, you, you know, you get some that are just like, oh, he's whack, get rid of it, and you're just like, I, I'm not dealing with that. Do you know what I mean? Make it constructive, make it like sensible, and we'll and talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you get all the usual pseudonyms that go along with everything, but, <laughs> um. Like everybody wants to sign everybody, and it's like, unfortunately, yes, the cap is a myth. I do agree with that. It can be manipulated and used the way that you want, but that's only to a degree. Yeah, you, there is yeah. always oh, a limit oh, you, to that quotation. Yeah, yeah you're, kick, you're kicking the can further down the road, and the more you, you the, there was some something that was mentioned on the draft show last week. You could you could basically go through everybody that's on the roster at the moment, restructure everybody. You'd have something like fifty to eighty million under. You'd be fifty to mil, eighty million under the cap, but in a couple of years' time, you're talking that you're you're suddenly sort of you're, you're Mike McCarthy's retiring because he's eighty eight million over the cap the next year or whatever. So <laughs> uh, you know he's doing a Sean Payton and you you, you yeah, look yeah. at um, who is it? Shagvey's his his taking time out at the moment to think if he wants to come back and co- coach the Rams next year, you know. Um, uh, and that's all to do with their salary cap system as well. That you, And, you know, the fact that they've bartered everything away to to, to get that uh, Lombardi trophy now. Mm. Um, and how, how no, they manage the cap the next couple of years. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's what they've done. They've, they, they've, they have sold the, the boat out, if you like. I think they don't have a first round pick until like 2026 or something. It's that mm. crazy. Like, it's, you know, it's a system that works, but like you say, there's a lot of kick in the can that goes with that strategy. Um, the Eagles, the Eagles kind of done a similar thing, and then look what ended up happening to them. Starting again, 
Mm -hmm. You you, you yep. do have to to go down that road. But let's look then. Look, go on, Paul, unless you got something to add. Yeah, um, our good friend RJ made an actual article post. Um, just went out today actually on blogging the boys. Um, it's like mm -hmm. we are now in that state where we're under decline before the even season starts because I said we, this. Yeah, like and and I tend to agree. Like it, it seems like. It's going to be very hard for us to but it's, to but emulate the roster we had last well, year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like, yeah. yeah, we'll still compete. But will yeah. we be the like? Is this going to be more of a de de development years? Like, I don't think this, we're I'm, there yet. It, it seems to be like that in between right now. Yeah, I don't. I, well, I, I, don't like, I think last like last this season just happened. Just it would have been our best shot. I really did. And I, yeah, I mean, I literally was talking about this a couple of weeks back. I don't even with me, Paul, but I, I said that they have that that the bit that made the playoff loss bad is that looking down the line, if you look at the roster, it's not going to get back to what we had this season, and it's going to yeah. take a while. The only reason that we would be competitive are because we've got players like Dak, like Parsons, like Trayvon Diggs. Oh, like Zeke. wait, wait, wait! I, I, sorry, I need to add something. Like, there was so I don't know if you guys like, so I don't know if you guys saw. Um, I, I I know I shouldn't be taking notice of these TV shows like First Take and whatever and stuff like that. <sighs> but, but did anyone you really shouldn't? Did anyone see the fact that the fact that Stephen A. Smith actually defended the Dallas Cowboys today? He what? Yeah, yes. He was? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because this other guy I have never heard in my life, he's like, think of like, you know the new Doctor Strange movie that's coming out? There's the yeah. old, 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 you know, there's the alternative version of Doctor Strange. Think yeah, of that. Yeah. Think of that as Skip Bayless. It's like the alternative version of Skip Bayless. You've got the, <laughs> you've got the, the angel side and the devil side. Pretty much, that's what the, this this guy was trying to emulate. What Skipley Pure being, yeah, blah, 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 blah. but basically, <laughs> basically, what happened was he came um, out and said, "It's like uh, he puts that just in the top ten quarterbacks, but he thinks Kirk Cousins is better." <laughs> Give him the reasons why, Paul. Why because, was he better? Because of a playoff win. <laughs> I'm sorry, but. No, it's a, it's a team freaking game. Yeah, like, yep. like, 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 don't get me wrong, right? We can be critical of Dak, yes, of course. But, 100%. but you mean to tell me that Kurt Cousins is more athletically gifted than Dak? No, as as uh, Kurt Cousins uh, made more uh, less mistakes than Dak. Oh, no. you are joking! <laughs> I mean, there's no mind. argument here. There's no, no argument here. Bear in mind when Kirk Cousins was lined up to play Dak, he didn't. He played Cooper Rush and lost. Yep. <laughs> he lost to a backup on Monday yeah. Night Football. But 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 still, Lord, like we can still say like 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 I, still I would. Say... In, I, I still believe in Dak, but yeah, there, there's still a little bit of jury and executioner out there for him. I, I get that because of the mount he's on right now, but. But it's a different story. Yeah, you, you really have, like, you got to remember they say a lot of controversial things because controversy sells. So don't worry about it. Too much. 
Yeah, I, that one really got me triggered. To be you honest. let it bite you, let it bite you. Triggered, but um, let let's go on to <laughs> let's go on to a position I know Paul was talking about because he does mention a guy a lot, Sky Moore, the wide receivers in this year's draft, and again, second round for me is is not not a bad place to go for a wide receiver if we're not going to sign anybody. Um, third round, even the fourth round, it, it's. I, I, the, the ones I do have trouble with are the, the wide receivers people are tightening to go in the first round. I think they've all, because your first round, you want that guy to be the, the best player. You know, you put him in and off you go. And there are some of the wide receivers in this year's draft where I think you are great, but you're not a guy I would start straight away. Mm. Um, you, you can help me on the offense, certainly if I draft you in the second round or the third. And that's that's how I'm looking at it. And there are some good options that you could do, and especially if they are not going to keep Amari Cooper, <sighs> because that's an option. Hold on, dear me, cough button. Um, <laughs> um, that it is it, it it is a place where um, it's looking like, yeah, because they're not going to keep Amari Cooper. Because here's, here's what I'll put to you guys. Has, so far, has C.D. Lamb impressed you? Well, glimpses, I would say glimpses, yeah. But he's, I been, just, he's been okay, is the I best just, way to describe it. I'm, I'm just looking for that one word, and that's consistency. That's it. Yeah. It's, like, you can have still... It was the same with Michael Gallup back last season. Like, mm -hmm. he would have those... Pure clutch plays against the Giants, two plays in a row, then some games he's just non-existent, just not even involved in the game. But whether that whether that's down to offensive scheme or other than that, we just don't know. But with in terms of CD Lamb, like he's made some personal blunders on his part, which I want him to fix. If yeah. he can get that fixed, then great. But I just I think just just have him consistent. It's just I really want him to be consistent more than anything. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, he's he's been the equivalent of sort of Alvin Harper. I think Alvin Harper used to have the nickname of Fry Lights because he all of his highlights were on Friday night. Friday night <laughs> practice. Um, you, you know, it, it, when we were all watching the training camp videos and everything like that, I mean, C.D. Lamb was going up against Trayvon Diggs and, you know, he was he was mossing digs. Um, yeah, big time. You know, and, you, you know, every single day there was at least one catch was a highlight reel catch, and you know, what, what did we get in games? Yeah, uh, probably after the New England game, I don't think we really got a hell of a lot in terms That's of highlight I mean. catches. You when you, you got mm -hmm. the odd thing, and then I don't know. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm with you. That's why I asked the question. Who wants to have? Does anybody know when Lamb caught his last touchdown pass? I would say something like week fourteen. Yeah, advancing that. It was the fourteenth of November. Right, now, so to me, that suggests that's about week eleven or something. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's week ten. It's week, week 10. ten of the season. So that's a long time. Especially when you don't have Michael Gallup, but yeah, that's that's my point. But 
had had the wheels come off the offensive line by then? Was was Dak getting the time to look at his second read? Probably or was, not. He having, was he having to scramble? You know, these yeah, I, I know the stats don't look great, but you can't charge Lamb with similar things that were letting things go for Dak, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Dak only has so long to get the ball out. How often was Lammy's second read? How often was Lammy's his third reader, for instance? Um, but but what I would say is we we'd had we'd certainly had the Denver game by then. We'd probably yeah. had the Kansas City game in around about then. So um, you know those were two games where CD was wide open and was you know if he'd just managed to catch the ball he would have been off mm. to the end zone and you know mm. we would have been up. and they happened on sort of the first second drive of the game as well drives that you know basically would have blown the game open for us would have been game changers for us we we probably would have been a winner in that Denver game if if Lam had caught it on the first I think the first drive he had an easy drop I mean it it, it was inexplicable how he dropped it um, and it, again in the Kansas City game there was you know again I think it was the first drive or something like that Dak had him wide open the the coverage had all been suckered into to going for um, Amari I think he was all lined up on that side alongside him and. Sure enough, there was Lamb wide open and would have been, again, as I say, would have been off to the races and he just never caught it. Yeah. Um, I, I, go, go, go. Because I was re-emphasising your point, is bear in mind, most defences are bracketing Amari Cooper. So that should leave, if CD Lamb's over the other side, even more open than he needs to be. And what we saw was, you know, people are talking about Cedric Wilson in Michael Gallup's absence, he was having a good season. And a lot of people are saying they want Cedric Wilson back. That is basically due to the demise of CD, you know, um, Amari Cooper trying to do what he needs to do. And we could talk about him too, because he isn't without his warts from this season. But CD Lamb really needed to be the guy. And uh, he did lead the, the team in receiving yards. And he's right up there in terms of the rankings and stats and all the rest of it. But it's like, if you're going to go down this road of where C.D. Lamb is eventually going to be your wide receiver one, I'm saying that even with next season's development, he's far from that yet. Yeah, and I mean, that is that is obviously why we went out and we addressed the wide receivers coach as well. There was Obviously, there was something Correct, inherently yeah. wrong with the wide receivers this year. Yeah, and that that's why we have made a change. If 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 it had just been the odd thing that was wrong, we would have been sticking with the status quo. I mean, why we, why we're doing that still with uh, Philbin on the offensive line? That, you mm -hmm. know, escapes me because I mean that was the weak point of the offense this season. Um, you know, and uh, we've discussed before. We just don't have the the aggression. Um, we don't have that aggressive mindset with the offensive line, and I think that's down to Philbin. Um, yeah. You know, and I think we discussed earlier, this, or s somewhere we discussed about, would you do something where you shipped off a couple of players and you got somebody like Quentin Nelson in from Oaks? Um, you know, I know Brian said that. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. 
yeah you know this this is almost sort of pub stuff that we have but um <laughs> you know that that is quentin nelson overhauled that uh, indianapolis colts offensive line he the minute the he was star. drafted because he yeah. is he is an angry uh, mofo you know and oh, he, yeah. he will he changed that the aggression on that offensive line there and that's something that we could quite easily do with something like that yeah, um, yeah. I tell you, you know, tell me if you agree or disagree, Lon. This is the thing I see with our wide receiver core, if you like, in general. Do you know what it's lacking the most of? A speedy guy. A fat. It's lacking oh. speed. It's lacking speed. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think we talked that, you know, this is what potentially you could have somebody like Simi Fuhoku can do, is he, he has a bit of speed. Mm. Um, but you know, he never got on the field last year, or yeah. you know, he, uh, I mean, I, do, I don't even think did he did he play much in that Eagles game when we were playing against the the JV squad. You know, yeah. I, uh, did he play I, some special teams? I'm I'm trying to think. Mm, this this may have been already this may have been already covered, mate. On on last week's show, and apologies if it has, but. We all know Jerry likes a splash, right? Yeah. I'm gonna paint. I'm gonna paint a scenario for you. <laughs> they they don't say they don't resign resign Gallup. Okay, mm. Michael Gallup goes off into the sunset and plays for somebody else. And Jamison Williams is sitting there at twenty four. Yeah, he'll do it. Thank you, Wade. But- do you, do you take 88 then off CD Lamb and give it to him? <laughs> <laughs> I just, because I, I, we, let's face it, we never saw the Lamb pick. That was a value pick that they couldn't pass up. So if Jameson yeah. Williams is there, you know, I can see Paul hates it already, but and, this is Jerry Jones we're talking about. No, I'm I'm with you, and it's the sort oh, of thing man. he would do. And he he we just talking about speed. He provides speed to that to that offense. You know, I'm thinking more of a guy like Garrett Wilson in the second <clears> round. But in if you're going to go down the first round, it is very possible. And you know, you can go down the road of the you know the natural pass catching type guys like Chris Olave. And I do worry about the first round wide receivers in terms of the value that you'll get back. Um, I'm I'm more with with the idea of a, a second or a third rounder, um, but I do get what you're saying because that's the sort of I'm really what it's I need to go before. back. Yeah, if what what you want to do is go back and look at the wide receivers that they speak to or did speak to during the senior ball. That'll mm. tell you all you need to know. Mm. But not not to get too carried away from the second round chat. I, mean, I basically think that CD Lamb is, despite despite his his inconsistencies, mm. I think in the moment he's bulletproof because oh yeah he signed up for the next two possibly three years. Mm. We don't know what what we're going to do with Cooper. Yeah, we don't have Michael Gallup signed right now. No. CD Lamb could very very easily very easily be our number one. Yeah, that, 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 and that's my point. That's why I went there because it, it, it is a scenario. And, and you say, Oh, you know, we've got to sign Gallup. Bear in mind, even he's, Gallup only went under the knife a couple of weeks ago, and I found out the reasons why, which are just stupid from what I gather anyway. That it's this new technique on repairing ACL, so it means 
I don't know why, but it means you've got to hobble around for six weeks before you have the surgery. Okay. Apologise. For a minute. Get That's risky. That yeah, really is risky, especially I don't get contract it. year. Yeah, but I, that's what's been done. And that's what's been done. But if you think about it, if that's the case, he's not going to be fully recovered from that surgery till August. If he's had it now, six months down the line, at best, is the fastest that you're going to get there. Then he's got to go for rehab. He's got to go for fitness training. He's got to do, you know, all the play, all the rest of it. He's not going to be ready for the start no. of the season. You're looking at halfway through the season before he comes back. Um, you know, Jabril Cox is a different man because it happened later on down the line. So you've got some solace in that. But with Gallup, even though they do decide to sign them, yeah, okay, you're going to get him cheaper. But you're not going to get him for half of this season. So now if you are looking to move on from Amari Cooper, that means that even this season on its own, our top three wide receivers as it stands is Amari Cooper, who did, as we say, struggle. C.D. Lamb, who's sort of under-impressed us. And then your next guy, Simi Fahoko. Yep. You, you've got I to. Mean, I, I feel you do have to. And like you say, that it's very Jerry Jones to go for a splashy type guy. I, like if Jameson Williams, Chris Olave, to some extent, maybe even maybe even Jahan Dotson. I, 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 I'd be... It would be a hard sell on that one, but it's possible where Jerry will pull the trigger on a wide receiver in the first round. And I've said it earlier in the season, just be prepared for it because it could very well happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I think second round, you're probably talking guys like uh, Mechie. Yeah, from John Alabama. Mechie. Yeah. Um, Garrett Wilson, think, if you want speed. Yeah. yeah. David Bell at Purdue. Yeah, another great one. Yeah. I mean, um, the, 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 and David Bell like the, literally hardly drops anything. The Cowboys yeah. could draft the 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 Cowboys could draft Jerry Rice. It's not going to make any difference if they've got Connor Williams at left guard. <laughs> Don't know. You're going to fire ball off. You're going to fire ball off. It's all very it's all very well taking all the talent in the world, but see if Dak's got a second and a half to get rid of the ball. It's not going to make a blind bit of difference. Mm. It's true. Well, you, yeah. you look at Joe Burrow in the in the Super Bowl. There, you know, all you've seen this week is the the freeze frame where Jalen Ramsey again is lying on the floor. Jamar Chase is five yards yeah, up the field, and unfortunately, Aaron Donald's got Aaron Donald. I am. I'm, I'm. I'm so glad you just brought up Aaron uh, Jalen Ramsey there. Right. Somebody posted this. Or I can't remember who posted it, but it was a comparison. He gave up, Jim Ramsey, I think he gave up like 150 yards in that Super Bowl game. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. If that was yep. Trayvon Diggs, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. everyone yeah. would have been going outraged about that. Well, do you, know, do you know, statistically on the season, they talk about Trayvon Diggs, how many yards he gave up. Jalen Ramsey's right behind him. In, no, oh, go, yeah, go, yeah. go take a look at it. And nobody, nobody batted an eyelid on that. Jalen Ramsey is still... One of these top tier talents. What? What did? What, we we said this, and this was after a good several pints of drinking for the yes. day. Yes, <laughs> yes. We, we, we specifically said Jalen Ramsey is not having a good game. No, at all. no, no. no. Yeah. But uh, everybody uh, forgets I mean, because he's got a ring now. Yeah, if, <laughs> if, if, if the Bengal, if the Bengals had won, you would be seeing Jalen Ramsey would be the Eli Apple 
Um, <laughs> you know what Eli Apple is this? this yeah, 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 yeah. Jalen Ramsey yeah. would do that. You know, yeah. and... that's, but that's that's why we love the NFL because if if the Rams had lost the 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 GM whose name escapes me just now, Sean McVay, he'd be getting slaughtered. Sean McVay would be getting slaughtered. How are we going to get out of this absolute tragedy with no draft capital left? Because they won, nobody cares. Nobody gives. Yeah, that's it. Winning, winning covers everything, mate. It masks if, over if, everything. If those, if those draft picks, as his, as his t-shirt was uh, worn yesterday in the um, in the <laughs> Super Bowl parade. <laughs> but, oh yeah, Matt Stafford. What the hell? Oh god, <laughs> there's another one. I I will check to see if we're allowed to talk about that. But guys, that no, is. I I I know I know I'm with you. I was mocking, so don't panic. <laughs> See Paul's like levels rising there. Then <laughs> I'm all about but security. security. I'm with you there, mate. Safety first, safety first. Um, but that is it for this week, guys. So, um, yes, next move. Don't forget, we will be back on Tuesday, um, with another show. Of course, we need to do the old paying the bills business here. Uh, where's it gone, Paul? Ah, here we go. Right, so <laughs> I don't know why I said your name, but there we are, mate. Um, make sure, guys, if you go here, yeah, I know. Always my fault. I, I didn't say it was your fault. I was just trying to, get, <laughs> trying to make you get me out of trouble, mate, because I couldn't find the button. Uh, if you're going to a game next season, make sure you book it with Cowboys Experience. They got game day tickets, meet and greets, tailgate parties, entire game day packages, and a whole lot more. Just make sure you use the discount code UK Cowboys. Uh, and because if you do, what happens, guys? You get free stuff. Get free stuff. Free stuff. But yes, that is it, guys. Um, we will be back next week. Um, so it's going to be a lovely weekend of wind and hurricanes. Yeah, looking forward to it immensely. What do you want? Yeah. Hurricanes and no football. Well, yay! Uh, yeah, so. But before we finish off, uh, should we mention as well about the Sunday show? So, um, Sunday show. Right, what else, team man? I did. I mention it again. Go for it, man. Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, be sure to go out, um, go on Spotify and iTunes. Me and the the powerful Meg Murray will be having our first ever show together, uh, doing the what else team, which you can find on blogging the boys. So, be sure to go and check that out. Yeah, looking forward to it. But, yes, as I say, have a great weekend, guys. I'm going to let these lot finish off the show. we see you all again on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Finishes off, guys. See you later. Yep, have a great week, guys. And I'll catch you next week. I want no lineman, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs>